Hey y'all, it's time for some damn good content. I'm Shelby Claymall, your host and business bestie. I'm a content creator, social media manager, and coach, keynote speaker, wife, and a mama of two who ditched her nine to five to build a thriving multi six-figure business solely using social media. Just like you, I'm a working mom and a wife with limited time. So I'm committed to cutting the fluff and delivering tips and fresh ideas straight to your earbuds on how you too can harness damn good content and create that type of business that you love and are proud of. Each week, we'll deep dive into strategy and mindset of building your brand on social media so that your confidence and success in the online space can skyrocket. Get ready to step outside of your comfort zone and start creating some damn good content. Are you ready? Let's freaking get it. Hey guys, welcome back to Damn Good Content uh, Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Claymall, and today I'm coming on to talk about the event that I just went to, um, Empower Her Live in Denver. It was definitely a spur of the moment kind of thing. My gal pal Barbara messaged me about it and I just felt aligned that I needed to go, especially since I'm putting on my first event here now in like a month. So when y'all actually listen to this in your earbuds, it will be like a month until we actually see each other in person. I'm going to squeeze you. But I'm going to make this episode a little bit candid. I'm going to go through all of my notes. Obviously, I'm holding up my um, journal for all of you that are watching. I don't even know if anybody actually watches the YouTube channel, but we're going to go through it. And I'm going to be very candid on like what I felt in that moment, how exciting it was. Um, I will tell you this. This is an event that I've never been to before in my life. Um, Keisha did so freaking good at keeping the energy up. She kept everybody alive and dancing and excited. And I just felt so purposeful to be there, if that makes sense. Um, It was a lot of empowerment. And I do remember coming back and I remember saying it though when I was there too, but then coming back and saying this as well is, you know, as women, we are very like over the top on like our outfit choices or whatever. And these mom jean things are coming back and I've had two kids and it's just been like really hard to lose certain aspects of my body shape, whatever. Everybody has this. It's fine. And so I remember looking at Barbara and saying, I don't feel insecure here. I don't feel judged here. I don't feel any of that. If anything, I feel empowered to chase my dreams, to wear these jeans, um, to do anything that I set my mind to. I know that's irrelevant, especially if it's a man listening to this podcast, but if you are a woman and listening to this, you can definitely feel it and exactly know exactly what I'm talking about. So let's deep dive in. It's not gonna be a long episode. I don't think, but I have a million pages of um, notes. So it could be, I don't know, hang tight. Let's do this. So Keisha started, y'all, let me set the scene. So the first night we got there, whatever, it was a welcome party. So they had booths set up. You could shop, you could mingle, you get to know everybody. And then she did a live podcast with, um, I am Natalie and she is the girl, the founder of the CEO and founder of boss babe and CEO mama. And y'all, she was amazing. Like when I say amazing, I wasn't prepared to take notes at night, which was kind of silly. I didn't bring my notebook. So like I just absorbed everything and it was like a content overload that whole weekend. So I'm going to try to remember everything that we learned. And one thing that she said that definitely stood out to me is it's not that we're scared of what other people will think. We're scared of what other people will think when we start small. And so what happens is we're in a world of social media where everything seems all these people that we envy and all these people that we aspire to be or that we follow, we think that they just like woke up one night and got to this point. And that's not the case. 
It has taken years of consistency and showing up over and over and over in order to build that following, to build that success that they have. And so I think that that really hit home because no one's ever said that. No one's ever said we're scared of what people will think of us as we start small. And in this mindset of people are going to be like, oh, what is she trying to do now? Be an influencer? Oh my God, she's so crazy. And it's a risk for her to go start a business that someone else is already doing. And if you sit back and ask yourself that, that's definitely something that we all have you know, resonated with and we've all thought. And if you haven't, obviously you should come on the podcast and teach us your ways, obviously. Anyway, so they did the live uh, podcast. It was so good. Um, every time she had a guest walk out, she had live music. It's going to be like the vibe of my event, but like I just loved going and researching and just being in a room full of women that genuinely wanted to be there for each other. Like I've never experienced something like this ever in my entire life. Okay. So fast forward. So after the live podcast, we went back in the um, networking area and we mingled a little bit, but we were starving. So we went ahead and, and went and got some dinner. And so like me and Barbara really got to know each other on another level. If you don't know who Barbara is, Barbara LaPaula is, she is my bookkeeper and CFO uh, for SCM. So she basically comes in, goes over the numbers, tells me I can't spend stuff or I can't spend stuff. And she's just teaching me the things that I just didn't know or didn't pay attention to in the beginning. Uh, so it was really great. So we got to, you know, eat, get to know each other. We did room together. It was so crazy how like you meet people on the internet and then all of a sudden now you're like roomies and y'all are doing literally everything together. Uh, but I will say this, she did push me outside of my freaking comfort zone. And I know if you're listening to this, you're like, Shelby, shut up. Like you are so outgoing. You can talk to anyone. Like it looks so easy. But in reality, I've learned about myself in the last month that's a lie. In the last two and a half years, especially as I am the most introverted extrovert. And before you're like, what does that even mean? It just means that yes, I am outgoing and I have a lot of energy, but in my elements of when I feel comfortable. And so in situations like this weekend, I was very uncomfortable, really out of my comfort zone. And so I was like, I wanted to shut down. I wanted to stay like comfortable and like just navigate to or gravitate to who I knew in the room. And I remember my coach, Casey D'Amato, telling me this. When you go, you need to make goals. So what we did is we did this spreadsheet where we made goals. And it was like, you fought, it seems so simple, but it was talk to five people um, every single day, new people every single day. Obviously, learn if they have a podcast, learn if they have certain things. How can you connect business-wise? How can you help them? How can they help you? All that stuff. So it was like really freaking good. And so they, I would walk up. I remember going Saturday morning we went to this workout or whatever and Barbara didn't come because she's obviously not a morning person and she's like, I love my sleep. So I was like, okay. So I went, I was by myself. And so I walked in and I was like, you know what? I can play on my phone and act like I don't know anyone and I don't want to step outside my comfort zone. But instead, I literally was like, you know what? Screw this. So I walked up to this girl. It was very awkward as we were walking into the workout room. Like, mind you, this is a huge, big conference room. There's a stage. They're going to like be on it. Uh, and, and obviously working out, teaching us all this stuff. And I was like, hi, I'm Shelby Clayball. What is your name? And y'all, it is so simple because this is what I teach my kids. I'm like, when you play with someone new, you introduce yourself, you tell them your name, you, you ask what their name is, all these like things that we typically do as human beings freaked me out. Then I turned around and I found somebody that I did was introduced to the night before and it was great. So I was very proud of myself for uh, pushing outside of my comfort zone. Anyway, so we did the workout or whatever, went back, got dressed, and it was like a full day. So it started at, I think, like 8.30 or something um, or 9. I can't remember exactly. And so Keisha came out, and then Trent Shelton came. Y'all, oh. if you don't know who he is, he's playing the NFL, 
And now he's a motivational speaker. He told all these stories. He literally focused on boundaries and protecting your peace and like all those things. And it's so simple to think of things in that mindset of like, oh, that's so easy. You should be able to do that. But when it comes, um, I would deem myself a professional people pleaser because I care what people think. And I like just put people before me, which is something obviously I'm working on. But he goes into depth on like, he tells a story about how one time he was putting, and I'm probably going to get this wrong, but it's, you'll get the gist. Like he was putting on the show. There was a, a bunch of people coming to see him talk. He put on his show. He was miserable. Um, He was either crying before the show or after like whatever, but he went out and he did a show and then he walked out and he walked down an alley. Cause he was like, I don't want people to see me like completely lose it. And so he went down the alley and he sat down and he saw um, this figure come towards him. Well, he thought one, either I'm about to be robbed or like, what is it? Well, he thought it was, I mean, it was a homeless man or someone that looked like needed some help. So he says, I pulled out a hundred dollar bill and I went to give it to him. And he looked at me and he says, I don't need that. And Trent was like, well, I thought he did. And I thought I was about to do something really kind. And, um, to make me feel better. And he goes, dude, it looks like you need it. Aren't you the guy that's on the billboard? Aren't you the guy that everybody's here to see tonight? All this stuff. And he was like, yes. And the whole moral of the story is this, protecting your peace is so important because you can set goals and you can get to those levels of goals and you can accomplish it. Like whether that's 10,000 followers or a million dollars or starting your business. But if you are internally okay with yourself and the peace that you have set for yourself, you're never going to be happy when you get to those goals. And so it's not, if you're going to feel empty, yes, you are going to still get to those goals and you're still going to get things done. And you're still going to be like, holy shit, I did it. But deep down to your core, you're not going to feel great. And so that really resonated because in a world of fast paced hustle culture, trying to start a business, trying to get 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers, whatever the case may be, or trying to make a million dollars, God, $3 million, what get on stages and speak, whatever your goal is, what I want you to do right now, as you're listening to this, I want you to journal about how you feel right now. Are you alone? Do you feel alone? Do you feel like you're struggling? Do you feel like you're going to feel accomplished when you actually get to that goal that you've set? All these things are very important. I have learned so much over the, the basically last year. I never meditated. I never journaled. I still don't meditate. But all these events that I go to, they make you journal and they make you meditate. And I was like, this is so silly. But in reality, it makes you get to the root cause of you and what you want as a human being. Because we live in a world where everything is a vanity. And we're we're admiring people that are on these social media platforms that may look like they have it all together, but they don't necessarily have it all together. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. We're going to move on. But anyway, he talked about all this stuff. He talked about learning how you are internally protecting your peace, all this stuff. God has a plan for you. It's just like, I was like, holy crap. He also, I'm going to go through my notes right now with him. Um, And he basically was just like re-hitting on the fact that like, know your purpose, like know why you're doing certain, certain things, know why you're here. Why do you want to achieve these goals? And he goes, you can't lose purpose because you are purpose. So like when you really understand what you want in life and what you want to achieve, then you can't lose it. So the fear of losing it isn't possible because it's you. If you are doing what you're supposed to be doing down to the core, then you're going to be golden. 
he also really, really honed in on this. And I've been trying to say this too for a while because living in a world full of social media where you have filters and people are acting a certain way and you know, you are seeing legit a preview of someone's life. You don't know the demons that they're fighting or you don't know that certain things that are going through their life because they're showing you exactly what they want to show you. You may think you know someone, but you do not know them. Prime example, I say this all the time. There's a lot of people that think they know me. They think they know my kids. They think they know everything about us. I do share a lot, but you know nothing. When it boils down to it, you know nothing. So you have to take what you see on social media with a grain of salt from the people that you may admire to be. He says, be unapologetically yourself. Because when you are unapologetically yourself, you're going to attract the people that actually want to work with you. Attract the people that actually want to build your community up with you. And the people that want to be an true fan of yours and support you no matter what you're going through in your journey. So when you really focus on being yourself, pulling back that curtain, taking the filter out, literally just showing up authentically yourself. There's a time, a lot of times I talk to people and they go, I don't even know what to post about. I don't even know what to post. I don't know what to do. I was like, just show up as yourself. Obviously, you have crafted and curated certain things that need to go on social media based on strategy and all that stuff. When it comes to story or building that layer of trust or posting something about you, literally just pull back the curtain and share something with your community that helps you build that extra sense of connection with them. Cool, cool. He also talked about how you should leave people better than you found them. That means like just be kind. Just be kind. Provide value. Give them something from you that makes them understand you in a better sense that makes helps trust you in a better sense all those things then he goes into protecting your energy and a lot of times i learned this um a lot i'll say i've come to a bunch of revelations in this last year so 2023 we're only in september but truly when you hear this it's going to be october and holy shit I, i do not know how it is october and he goes through a couple different things to do and he says set boundaries Okay, demand your worth, protect your soul, and I'm pretty sure that's it. We're going to go through those. And so basically what he means by set boundaries is you have to protect yourself. So boundaries could look different for everyone. So for example, for me, I'm thinking about getting in a whole different phone number because the world seems to have the one I have right now. And I know mentally, if I want to shut it off and set boundaries and be with my family and be present, I cannot have this phone or set boundaries with certain clients that you have about, um, you can, my office hours are from here to here. This is it. I don't answer outside. Set boundaries with your family. If they're not doing good for your energy, then you have to set boundaries. And then also the number two is really big is demand your worth at the same time. You always, we all deal with imposter syndrome, true statement. We all deal with a lot of crazy things in our lives, but, um, demanding your worth is something that is so I've learned to believe in way stronger as I've gotten older and and the longer I've been in business is this people are going to underestimate you and try to not look up to the value that you offer. And if you don't demand your worth and the value that you bring, then no one else will. 
And so really honing in and looking on that is going to be a huge game changer for you because we allow stuff from the outside to control us when in reality, we get to make the rules. Even as a business owner, even as a content creator, even as whatever you are doing in your life, you get to make the rules, period. And I just like, he did say something um, under that one is every single day is a new day and you are one choice away from a new life. You're one choice away to commitment, to discipline of a new life that you can create for yourself, for your family, whoever the case may be. So I just like want to empower you and motivate you to like do the damn thing. Set your freaking boundaries. Demand your worth. Y'all, I already lost the other third one. You know, it is just go for it. We're just, we're just, we're just going to go for it. Anyway, so he was really good. And then I'm going to actually talk about this a little bit because eventually, hopefully he's going to be on the podcast. He did agree. So let me tell you the story. So Saturday, they had so many great speakers. We had Lori Harder. Um, actually, I don't want to skip over this. We had um, a panel. We had Lori Harder and um, Chris Harder. And this was like probably the most eye-opening moment for me. And I'm going to get a little vulnerable with you. So I, my goals are big for myself. And sometimes I get in my own head, I get in my own way, imposter syndrome. And I'm like, who the hell, Shelby, do you think you are that you're going to accomplish this? And I'm like, well, they're doing it. I can do it. So I have like, it's like two, it's like the, you're, you sitting on your shoulders and you're like, you're, you can do this. You're going to be on any stages you want to be on all this stuff. Like I want to be on stages. I want to be them one day. And and then you have that other person on your sh- other you, like the demon you. And it's like, you can't do this. Like, who do you think you are to like, think that you can, you can do this. And so Lori and Chris get up there and there's multiple things that they say. There's like, I, I, I truly, I'm going to take a minute to find their, um, okay, here we go. You literally, it's so crazy that there's certain things that you know in your head as a human and that you've learned and that you've evolved to come into um, and that when somebody else says it, it seems so simple, but it's such a aha moment. And you're just like, holy shit, why didn't I just think of that? And so like, I've been obviously in the Jasmine Star Mastermind. I've gone to this event. I've gone to multiple events. I've been in front of people that are standing on these stages that are mega wealthy, that have built their brand from the ground up. So basically they were me and now they're this. And there's times where we're like, that could be me. I want to be on stage with them. I want to run in circles with them. And Chris and Lori were literally made you take a step back and stopped you in your tracks. And they said, instead of aspiring to be the people on stage and be in that circle and being their friends, look around this room because these are the next generation of the people that will be on the stage. So start developing relationships with them. And that's where they went in to say, you can create your own room. So there's a lot of times where people say, get in the room, which is very valuable. I've learned that. Like, get in the room. It's going to push you outside of your comfort zone. It's going to make you believe in yourself. It's going to make you do things. It's like, it's very hard to explain because I remember when John picked me up from the airport and he was like, how was this weekend? And I was like, word vomit. And it was like so much excitement coming out. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm saying to you because I don't know how to explain the magic that happens when you put yourself in a room with people that believe 
in what you want to accomplish. And they believe in you as a human being and you can get there through hard work and dedication and the right mindset because all of that matters. So creating your own room simply means align yourself with people that are on the pathway at the same pathway as you. They don't have to be your big boys and girls. Like I have, I have a Jasmine Starr, Lori Harder and Chris Harder. Some people are like Amy Porterfield, Jenna Kutcher, like all those people are people that people aspire to be. They want to be on stages like them. They want to do that. And instead of trying to be in that group with them because they're all together, create your own. Work hard. Build a brand. Build a business where people reach out to you and say, if this is your dream, reach out and say, can you come talk to a room and educate them on how you got to where you are today? Y'all, it was so crazy. All right, we're going to go now to the point where I asked, Trent Shelton to be on my podcast. If you haven't, did you, if you didn't see my stories at night and truly this weekend, when I was like updating stories, people were like, I am not going to follow her anymore because I had an obscene amount of stories. It was truly insane. So we had the VIP night. There was probably like 60 people there. There was like, all those vendors were still set up. They had drinks, they had food. Everybody was like mingling. Everybody dressed up really cute, whatever. And then all the speakers came and you stood in line to get to talk to them. And, um, I was, I went to talk to him and truly, I literally went to just say, thank you. I felt like you, you know, spoke to my heart. I have a lot of work to do, like all these things, like, thank you for being vulnerable and honest with all of us on stage. Cause he truly was. And I was like, and I literally, that's all I was going to say. Cause I'm not one of those people that are just going to tell you my whole life story. And then I was going to ask her picture, obviously going to prove. And I was going to just go about my business. That was my whole plan. And get up there, I do my spill. And he was so engaging and so kind. It was insane. He looked, he great eye contact. And he was like, So what's going on with you? And I was like, What do you mean? And I know he talks to a bunch of people. So before you're like, he probably said that with everybody, he probably did. But let me tell you the difference. The difference is when you take the time to pause and actually make that person you're talking to feel like they're the only person in the room and that they genuinely want to know about what is going on with you. That's a whole world of difference. I've talked to a lot of people at that rate of caliber. And there are some people that I'm like, "Mm, he didn't care I was in the room or she didn't care that I was here talking to her. She just was just doing her job and going through the motions. He was different. I even mentioned y'all straight up dropped it. Um, damn good marketing live where I was like, you know what? If you're in Covington, November 8th, and like you want to just stop by and say hi, you can. I'll just let you come for free. And he was like, Did you know I was from Louisiana? And like it started with that too. Like I told him I was in the oil and gas industry. I told him I left. I started my business. I told him I have a podcast. I told him we were doing my first live event. And he was just like, Anything you need, let me know. I'm here to help you. And I was like, Cool. Literally, you think people just say that, and I'm just shocked. Anyway, go about my business, okay? Then the um, the line dwindles down. So he's now walking around like, hey, let's talk to everybody. And Barbara, which I don't, I think she walked up to him and said, funky town. I think that's what they say in Fort Worth. I'm not really sure. Whatever, we're going to have to ask Barbara that. And so she went back to talk to him because they had mutual friends or whatever. And she literally, I need you if you're not watching this, she I was standing by her, but not like by her. Like they were in the conversation and I was kind of like behind them. And um, 
she reaches back and she puts her hand on my back and she just shoves me forward. And she's like, she has something to ask you. And I'm like, cool, that's one way. Literally instant armpit sweat. And I was like, heart was literally beating out of my chest. I felt like I was going to throw up and I didn't know what to say. I know, again, you're going to be like, that's bullshit, Shelby. You know what to say always. But I did it. And I was like, if you don't know me and I get like frazzled or I feel like it's going to be a no, I talk really fast and then I make an excuse and then I make an exception to the fact that you may say no before you say no. So it went kind of like this. I was like, hey, like I know you don't talk to really small podcasts and I know that you're in a season of no's because you talked about your seasons on the in whatever and I know that you're probably going to say no, but I just wanted to shoot my shot and see if like you would maybe want to come on my uh, podcast. It's called Damn Good Content Podcast. And I would really like to have you as a guest, but like, I understand if you say no, I just wanted to shoot my shot and see if you'd say yes. Like what? The fact that he didn't run after I said that is a huge thing. But number two is he first started with, there's no such thing as a small podcast. I don't think that you have a small podcast. And I was like, cool. That's lesson number one. Don't degrade yourself because you are nervous. And that's kind of what I do all the all the time. And two, he was like, I was like, are you happen to be in a season of yes, maybe? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, a long pause. And I was like, are you kidding? And he was like, no. He was like, this is who you need to contact. Tell him you met me here. I want to be on your podcast. And I was like, holy shit. And like, I'm a hugger. Y'all know I'm a hugger. Maybe way more of a hugger. And so I literally went in and bear hugged him. Like dressed to a T y'all. This large man. And I was like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And then like everybody I told that night was like freaking out and everybody knew. And then when I come home, people are like, I don't even know who that is. But this is the whole point of this is if you don't shoot your shot, you never know if they'll say yes. If you don't chase your dreams, you'll never know if it happens. If you live in the side of fear, you're never going to know. You have to walk straight, run, tackle, I don't care, fear straight in the face and continue to chase your damn dreams. Because I can promise you, I can promise you this. I've talked to enough people on the next caliber from all of us listening to this. They are all scared. But if you aren't scared, that means you aren't pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. And that doesn't, that means you're not trying to be a better version of yourself and leave a legacy for your family, for your kids, for yourself. Because if fear is your number one reason you're not doing it, then I have no business with you because it's just a damn excuse. It goes back to being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Anything that you do in business, is uncomfortable. I've learned that. I have literally been in the sense of, I want to shut it all down. I want to burn it down. I hate this. I want to go back to working for someone else to, holy shit, let's take a rocket to the moon. And that's just the mindset of an entrepreneur. And I've learned so much this weekend that I want to share it with you. And I want to empower you. And I want to give it all back to you. And so there's another person I want to talk about really quick. Um, oh, I want to talk about really fast with you guys is Jamie. Okay, let's back up and hopefully she, she might listen to this and she might not. Who knows? But um, we were at the VIP party and she walks in and truly, y'all, we were standing in line to talk to people for a long time. And so she walks in and she immediately takes Trent and she hugs him and like stops everything. And we're like, who is this lady cutting the line? But it was fine. Like, we didn't really care. It wasn't like this huge deal or whatever. But anyway, so she goes and people start lining up for her. I'm like, who is that? 
And then people started freaking out about her. And I'm like, do I live under a rock? Who is that? And y'all, it was Jamie. I mean, come on. You know who Jamie is. Jamie Lee. She is the person, CEO, brand, bill, first woman to sell to L'Oreal, QVC, all this shit for its cosmetics. She just freaking sold her business as the first ever female CEO to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion. And I was like, who's this girl kind of line? Anyway, so I actually didn't even know that she was speaking on Sunday. I guess I just didn't look at the agenda or I just truly didn't know who Jamie was. And I was just like, oh, whatever. So anyway, found out one of the girls I met, her name is Emily. And she was like, oh my God, I'm waiting in line until this shuts down. I'm going to go get my book. I'm going to get her to sign my book. Oh my God, she gave me a bracelet. She's amazing. And she's going to come on the podcast. And I was like, go you. Now I need to know who this lady is. And so she comes in the room. When I tell you she is the definition of like, a soft-spoken angel. She is. She was so kind. She spoke, just kept her tone just like this. She took the time to talk to people that stood in line for her. She stayed until it closed to make sure she got to every single person. And she stood on that stage and she was the most real, authentic human being that I've probably ever seen. So we're going to go through, I'm literally going to go through my notes for her because like, she was awesome. Um, she talked a lot about worthiness and she has a book coming out, <clears throat> I think soon about worth. It's like your worth. It's not your self-confidence. It's your self-worth. And she breaks down like both of them. And then she gives us, um, I think it's like the four, hold on, let me find that. She gives us like the four R's, four, four R's in fear and rejection. And so I'm going to go through that too. But like she talks about the difference between um, self-confidence and self-worth because they're very different, like very different. So I'm going to break it down for you. You, she, this is how she basically started it. And I'm like, mic drop. You don't become what you want. You become what you're worthy of. And when you change your level of self-worth, you change everything. Like What? Because what happens is, especially, I know a lot of my audience is women. So if it's a man, randomly listening, this is to you too. But especially as women, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And the worth that we believe that the self-worth that we have is way fewer than what we should believe we have. So let's talk about the difference between self-confidence and self-worth. Self-confidence is important, but it's based on the external things that happen around us and what makes us confident within ourselves. That makes sense. And then self-worth is the internal. Knowing that you are enough, that you are valuable, that you are worth love and that you are worth belonging. So like that deep shit, it's time to get deep y'all deep. And so without that, without that, without feeling your self-worth, you are going to feel stuck. You will never go after what you are meant to go after. You have the built self-confidence, but you have to determine your self-worth. And so as we wrap up this episode, I'm just going to go over a few things that she talked about. She said, when you do something that's different from your family and you're going against norm and people push back, 
it's not. And then you start to think that you're crazy because you're like, I want to chase my dreams. Cause she was like, when I told people I was going to start a cosmetic line, when there's this huge industry and you can't do that, yada, 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 yada. She said, I realized I am not crazy. I am just first. And that hits different because you are not crazy. You are just the first person that you know that has done it. So remember that you were just first. And so then she goes on to keep talking and I haven't really gone. I don't want to like go through every single thing, but I do want to talk about the four R's of fear and rejection. And I literally talked about this on my stories on the way to airport with Barbara. We both gave our um, perspective on it. And the first one is relieve. <clears throat> Sorry, relieve. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I wrote down. So there's four different relieve, redefine, revisit, and rebel. Are y'all ready? Let's do it. So I always think, who am I to do this? Because my goals are big. Like I want to be on stages one day. I want to have so much within my business. I want to build a powerful personal brand. I want to take over certain things, X, Y, Z. And like when I look at my goals, I'm like, who do you think you are that you're going to accomplish that? And that's fear talking. That's rejection talking. That is all those things that you've lived through and that you see that's talking. So number one, in order to overcome that, you have to understand your self-worth. I am supposed to be in those rooms. I am someone that will accomplish this. I am meant to do this. I am meant to be there. So then number two is redefine it. So like there has been many times where I, you know, put out a bid or wanted a proposal or had to terminate a client or gotten fired from a client and all this stuff. And I, I remember one that was in, I think it was August. And I knew from the beginning that this client wasn't meant for SCM. I knew, I knew, but I took them anyway. And my levels of stress went through the roof. My levels of anxiety went through the roof and even though they terminated, I was gracious and I was grateful. Even though there were certain things that happened that made me be like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And it wasn't because I lost the client. It was certain things that happened with that client. And I freaked out and then I shut down and I left. I went to Thibodeau. I turned my phone off. I was like, I need a minute to chill because I let that one thing dictate me when in reality I should have trusted my gut from the beginning and never said yes. I have to redefine that as it wasn't failure because I did everything I could. My team did everything we could. The contractors that we contract out to help that said client did everything that they could. It just didn't align. And so as I redefine that, so I'm going to redefine it as it was God's way of saying this wasn't for me and there are other opportunities coming my way. That if I were, if I didn't lose that or I didn't free up my space from that said client, these opportunities wouldn't be presented to me. And also redefining it as when I'm rejected, so even if I don't get a bid and I lose it to a competitor or they just doesn't work out, 
It's a victory. Because something bigger is coming. And if I can live through that, we are one of the tough ones. Because people that crumble after rejection and after fear and after all of that, they crumble. But if we can get past that, we're the tough ones. We're the freaking tough ones! That was weird, but it's fine. I have this in quotes in a really big box around it. And I'm going to have to, maybe it'll bring it back when I say this out loud. But I put, be the brave one to go for it. Because there's a lot of people in this world today that's like, I can't do that. I'm not doing that. Oh my God, people will judge me. What people think. I don't think they want to hear what I have to say. I look fat. All these things. But when you are brave and you chase your dreams, you are going to be far more surprised than you thought than if you sit there and let fear take over. Become fearless when it comes to failure. Oh my God, that's something big I had to learn because in the beginning when I failed, I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. My, my doors are going to close. Clients are going to come. I'm not going to get any more clients. I'm not going to do this. Am I going to be able to pay my employees? Am I going to be able to pay my own bills? Whatever. That is so dumb. Now I'll look for what failure straight in the face because it all goes back to the redefining moment of when you fail, you learn. When you fail, there's bigger things coming. When you fail, you were supposed to fail so you can accomplish things in the future. All right, let's go on to number three. Basically, revisit. Revisit all your rejections, all those things that are making you ball up that fear. Let's revisit it. Bring it back to the surface because what she said here was like super powerful and it like really resonated with me that said, you, in that moment, you feel rejected. You feel fail. You feel all those things when in reality, you are the chosen one. You are the one that God said, I hid your value from them because they are not assigned to your destiny. I'm going to say it one more time. I hid your value from them because they are not assigned to your destiny, which means their story does not align with yours that he has for you. Whatever you believe in, they are not supposed to be in your story. So I want you to revisit it, bring it to the surface, reframe it. It's not an easy fix. It's not an overnight fix. But once you start practicing, when you let that I am not worthy come in, you hurry up and you say, I am worthy. I am supposed to be here. I am supposed to be doing this. And that rejection was meant for me because there's bigger things coming. And number four, rebel. Y'all, I thought she said rebel, but it's rebel. And Barbara was like, it's rebel. It simply means celebrate yourself. If you don't celebrate yourself, then no one else will. If you don't cheer for yourself, don't expect anybody else to. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. So celebrate all the events that happen, whether they're good, whether they're bad, whether they're ugly. Y'all, you have the chance to catch the mindset and the thoughts and rephrase it. You have the opportunity to change your mindset, to live out your dreams, to fulfill your purpose, to live in peace, to set boundaries, to live your damn daydream. You are the only one that's stopping you. You are the only one that's letting fear take control. You are the only one that's scared to start small. 
it's time. It's time for you to chase your freaking dreams and I will be there cheering for you. Don't forget, we have Damn Good Marketing live happening November 8th at the Southern Hotel in Covington, Louisiana. The tickets are dwindling, so by the time this comes out, we may or may not have 12 or less left. Once they are gone, they are gone. I have such exciting, uh, powerful speakers coming. The agenda is amazing. The swag bags are better. The sponsors that are going to be there to showcase what they do and what they can do to help you. They're amazing. I've already seen the roster of people that have signed up and y'all, this is going to be so freaking good. Get ready to be pushed out of your comfort zone and to walk out with tangible items, actionable items that are going to make you take your marketing to the next level for your business, for your personal brand, or for that marketing department that you may work for. And until next time, you guys, thanks for being here and let's freaking get it. <laughs>